Hello, my name is Elizabeth Anna, and these are Comfort Scriptures. Zephaniah 3.17 The Lord your God is in your midst, a mighty one who will save. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will quiet you by his love. He will exult over you with loud singing. Matthew 6.34 Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. John 14.27 Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled. Neither let them be afraid. Psalm 55.22 Cast your burden on the Lord and He will sustain you. He will never permit the righteous to be moved. 2 Corinthians 4.16-18 So we do not lose heart, though our outer self is wasting away. Our inner self is being renewed day by day. For this like momentary affliction is preparing us for us an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison. As we look not to the things that are seen, but the things that are unseen. For the things that are seen are transient, but the things that are unseen are eternal. Psalm chapter 9, verse 9 to 10. The Lord is a refuge for the oppressed, a stronghold in times of trouble. Psalm 34, 10b. Those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. Isaiah 26, 3 to 4. Those of steadfast mind you keep in peace because they trust in you. Trust in the Lord forever, for in the Lord God you have an everlasting rock. 1 Chronicles 16.11 Seek the Lord and His strength. Seek His presence continually. Psalm 32.7-8 You are my hiding place. You protect me from trouble and surround me with songs of deliverance. 1 Thessalonians 5.11 Therefore, encourage one another and build each other up, just as in fact you are doing. Deuteronomy 31.8 It is the Lord who goes before you. He will be with you. He will not leave you or forsake you. Do not fear or be dismayed. Psalm 55 verse 22 Cast your burden on the Lord and He will sustain you. He will never permit the righteous to be moved. Psalm 121, 1-2 I lift up my eyes to the hills. From where does my help come? My help comes from the Lord, who made heaven and earth.
Say to them, As I live, says the Lord God, I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked, but rather that the wicked turn from his way and leave. Turn back, turn back from your evil ways. For why will you die, O house of Israel? Hi, y'all. It's the regular podcast host, Elizabeth, and this is Sassy Podcast. Dear children of God, the world system, harsh as it is, has turned a lot of us into hard cynics. And I understand. In fact, on my Facebook timeline right now, somebody posted something. He says he'll never pray to God again if APC wins. For my non-Nigerian listeners, APC is one of the major political parties in Nigeria. Before you condemn him in your heart, please understand that he's speaking from a place of pain. And God understands too. That's definitely no excuse for ignorance or disrespect to God. But I understand. And God does too. This morning, I'm saying to you, trust the wisdom and timing of God. Remember, in the book of Ezekiel 18.23, the New Living Translation, God asks, Do you think that I like to see wicked people die? Says the Sovereign Lord. Of course not. I want them to turn from their evil ways. I want them to turn from their wicked ways and leave. I'm pretty sure Pharaoh was feeling incredibly secure and invincible. That is, incapable of being overcome or subdued. I can tell from how his own magicians were able to, you know, replicate some of Moses' display of power. In fact, one of them that made me laugh was in Exodus 8, 6-7, contemporary amplified. And he says, So, Aaron stretched out his hand over the waters of Egypt, and the frogs came up and covered the land. But the magicians did the same thing with their enchantments and secret arts and brought up more frogs upon the land of Egypt. Can you imagine? In his blind ego, he went on to bring even more frogs on his people. (laughs) Funny dude, man. His sense of invincibility, I mean, his belief that he was incapable of being overcome or subdued. It's reminiscent of our leaders in Nigeria today, isn't it? I can totally imagine how powerless the you know Israelites must have felt after they got their hopes up when Moses first came to them with a message of hope for liberation, only for their hopes to be seemingly dashed by fierce, you know, fierce harsher treatment of them. So you have prayed, and your candidate seems to be losing. So the election came, and out of over 85 million Nigerians, only about 40 million came to vote. And those who did vote were not given a chance to express themselves. You know, what with the looting, the burning of ballot uh, boxes, uh, slash papers, killings, and the rest. So we are in a country where some group of people 
have come to believe that they own and can randomly pocket Nigeria, Nigerians and our resources. They have become so drunk with power that the little restraint they might ever have had have flown out the window with their morals. They do things and say things like whether you vote or don't vote, we will win. Hmm. Trust God and His timing. He is God. Thanks for listening. God bless you.